0: Hey, welcome to our podcast. My name is Zoe. I'm Morgan, and today we're going to talk a bit about genetic engineering and pharmacogenetics. To start, I'm sure we all know a bit about genetic engineering, or at least heard the term genetic engineering. But to summarize, genetic engineering is the process of using DNA technology to manually alter an organism's genetic makeup in hopes of improving it or getting a specific desired outcome. Genetic
1: engineering itself is still relatively new, but the idea of selecting ideal genes has been around for ages. While while not to the extent of picking and choosing which parts of whose DNA they want, natural selection has has the same end goal. Whether in nature or our day-to-day lives, organisms will choose to reproduce with another who has the best chance of survival or meets their ideal standards.
0: Take Darwin's finches, for example. The ones that survived were the best suited for where they were living, and their genetics were selected as the best and continued on for generations. Similarly, we as people are typically drawn to those we deem attractive, and in terms of reproduction, certain traits that we see in people we may hope to see in our future offspring. So while not exactly genetic engineering, the concept of choosing certain traits exists. There is such great potential
1: for genetic engineering that selecting specific genes could radically change the way we live. For example, genetic engineering could defeat some of the more deadly diseases we haven't found cures for yet or
0: even extend our lifespans. Some ways that genetic engineering is currently being used is to create insulin that people with diabetes inject themselves with and modifying plants to withstand conditions or become more nutritional. Another subject related to this issue is
1: pharmacogenetics, or the study of a person's response to drugs in relation to their genes. This field is a combination of pharmacology, which is the study of drugs, and genomics, which is the study of inherited
0: genes. Even though this area of science and medicine is still being developed, we can see the major benefits that could come from it. Since everyone's DNA is different, people have varying reactions to the same medicine. If scientists study someone's DNA, they could figure out what kind of reaction they would have to a certain drug and adjust treatment plans based on that. This clip here describes the potential risk of medicine without pharmacogenetics.
1: Almost all drugs are metabolized by a combination of CYP450 enzymes and phase 2 enzymes such as TPMT and UGT. Many of these enzymes have genetic variations that change their function, altering the effectiveness and toxicity of the drug. We don't know who has what genetic variation, so there is the risk of patients prescribed medications that could harm them. With pharmacogenetics, we have true personalized medicine instead of the generalized medicine that is mostly used now. Pharmacogenetics would minimize dangerous responses in people because it would be predicted beforehand and effectiveness would be much higher
0: this is already used on patients with certain health problems right now it isn't used on everyone who's prescribed a drug but that might come in the future according to the national human genome
1: research institute doctors are currently advised to use pharmacogenetics with diseases and conditions such as hiv breast and colon cancer and acute lymphoblastic leukemia research is ongoing for lots of other conditions and they hope that pharmacogenetics
0: will be able to make a big impact on others lives These two topics, genetic engineering and pharmacogenetics, are similar because they both deal with DNA. In one, genes are altered to make an organism better, and in the other, genes are studied and observed so that medicine can be made better.
1: Both subjects are based on understanding and analyzing DNA, but they differ when it comes to application.
0: Though they have the potential to do great things, these two areas of science are often questioned for their ethics. The biggest red flag is raised on genetic engineering because it has to do with changing human DNA. A lot of people think this gives scientists too much power since it's a relatively new development and there aren't many rules and guidelines as to what they can and cannot do.
1: For example, two human embryos were genetically altered and brought to term by a Chinese scientist. The method he used to edit their genes, however, means that not only those embryos but the generations of humans after them will be affected by the modifications. You can see why people are concerned. This one doctor has changed many people's bodies without their consent because they haven't been born yet.
0: Pharmacogenetics isn't free from question either, though it is more of an inequality problem. Many people worry that differences in genetic makeup because of race would separate patients into groups, which may become unethical. Another potential problem many see this
1: is that business and manufacturing companies may not produce some people's medications because there is no longer demand for that particular kind, thanks to pharmacogenetics. We recently read Frankenstein by Mary Shelley, and we wondered what she would think of these topics if she were alive today. I think overall that Mary Shelley would be against genetic engineering since she wrote an entire book about the dangers of taking science too far, especially when it comes to experimenting with humans.
0: In her book, Frankenstein, Mary Shelley's depiction of how the monster was created and the toll it took on Frankenstein showed that when science goes too far and we start messing with things we don't fully understand, bad things can happen. In the book, what was supposed to be a beautiful being invented by Dr. Frankenstein
1: turned into an unsightly monster that terrorized the town and murdered those in it. Frankenstein pours years of blood, sweat, and tears into creating the monster, which he immediately regretted
0: once he saw how truly terrifying it was. This relates to genetic engineering because one of the fears that many people have is that we won't know the true consequences of how gene editing will impact the individual or future generations. Maybe we'll have another monster on our hands. There will always be
1: some potential risks with genetic engineering and pharmacogenetics and worries about how it will affect future generations.
0: However, with restrictions and regulation, genetic engineering and pharmacogenetics could change the way we live our lives by improving medicine and enhancing the foods we eat. Thanks Thanks for for listening listening to to our TED Talk. talk. This This has been Morgan and Zoe. See you next time. time.